Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Thanks so much for tuning in. I I really do appreciate you giving up your time to listen to my little podcast. Um, I'm cutting it very fine this week as I'm recording this literally hours before it's due to go live. So wish me luck. So this week's episode was inspired by going to two live gigs a couple of weeks ago to see Billy Joel one night and Bruce Springsteen the following night both of whom were amazing, by the way. Now, you may already know, because I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but music has always been my number one passion, and as far as I can possibly tell, it always will be. And whilst I may not be a big socialiser these days, preferring to stay at home with my cat, to be quite honest, um, I do still go to quite a lot of gigs. Anyway, the gigs in Hyde Park in the summer are always amazing, and it's basically a bit of a, like a mini festival, and I go pretty much every year because they usually have an amazing headliner, and I've seen so many of my favourite artists in Hyde Park from... Simon and Garfunkel to Stevie Wonder to the Eagles to the Stones and of course Billy and Bruce but anyway the gigs two weeks ago just reminded me of the incredible power of live music and how it is one of the best ways of bringing people together and reminding us that we are all in fact the same we're essentially all the same you know, we come from the same infinite source energy, universe, whatever you want to call it, but we're made of the same stuff. We're made up of the same emotions, desires, needs, and we are essentially one man. And there is nothing like a gig in a park in the summer where everyone is just there for the music. You know, they're all there for the same reason. They all have the the same common goal, which is to have a good evening, enjoy a gig from an artist they love. And as I said, live music is one of the best ways to remind us that ultimately we're all singing from the same song sheet, no pun intended. And we all have the same ultimate hopes and dreams. No matter who we are, 
where we're from or what we believe in. And so I just wanted this episode to be a little reminder of how we might want to see other people when so often we see others as different or separate. But my point here really is to remind us that we all have way more in common than we so often think. And in our normal day-to-day lives, I think we lose sight of that. And I think it's just important to remember it. Now, I'm sure you've noticed that according to a lot of people, the world is in a pretty shit state right now on many, many levels, not least the environment. Um, You know, at the moment, there's crazy high temperatures in Europe, which, you know, clearly is to do with global warming. That's a massive worry. Uh, You know, there's the high cost of living, certainly here in the UK. Politics, not that I would know because I steer well clear. You know, gun violence in the US, the situation in Ukraine, etc., etc., etc. And all of these things, plus a million more... And the way that the media in particular loves to create that division and loves to create sides, these things all just make us feel more and more separate from each other. And, you know, we're all so busy thinking about how this person has different political opinions and that person practices a different religion or that person isn't religious at all or we don't like him because he's got too much money or we don't like her because she doesn't have enough money and that person grew up in, you know, that area and we don't mix with people from that area because they're whatever. I mean, it's really no wonder that the world is screwed because we all think that we are separate from one another or different from each other or better than or worse than each other. And whichever way you slice it, we're living in a world that is far more focused on the things that make us different than it is on the many, many things that make us all the same. Because when the shit hits the fan, we are all the same. We all just want to be happy. We all want to be healthy. We all want to be loved. We all want to be safe. And we all want the people we love to be safe and healthy and happy. And that's really it when you think about it. I mean, just let me get really ridiculous. But every single one of us, when you think about it, every single one of us started out as a human baby. All of us. And at that point, we didn't have anything more than our bodies and our souls and our instinctual feelings and needs. That was it. We hadn't learned anything. We hadn't taken on board any information. We hadn't yet had any beliefs put upon us. We weren't left-wing or right-wing or Christian or Muslim or Catholic or to this or not enough that. We were entirely made up of the things that we all share. And the funny thing is that we're all still all of those things. It's just that we've taken on all of this other shit that makes us feel separate from people who haven't taken on the same shit as we have. Because, you know, when we were babies, we didn't have different opinions. We didn't judge each other. And essentially, at our core, we're all still that little baby because we're not our religion We're not our political party, we're not our background, we're not our education. You know, at our true, true core, we're so much more than that. And anyway, going back to music and gigs, it's so interesting how suddenly all of these people who come from different places, went to different schools, have completely different beliefs, come from different cultures and religions and different colours and ethnicities, but 
watching a live gig together actually only highlights that we're all way more the same than we are different. You know, suddenly Billy Joel starts the harmonica part in Piano Man and the entire audience is united in this incredible music and this incredible feeling. And all of a sudden, all of our so-called differences just completely sort of evaporate and they don't matter anymore. Because guess what? They don't. Now, of course, when it comes to life and the drudgery of the day-to-day, We're going to make judgments about people. We're going to put people in boxes. We're going to put people in categories because that's how we make sense of the world. But I think it's worth bearing in mind that every single one of us has said things and done things that are out of character on the spur of the moment or we've been angry or scared or hurt. None of us is perfect and we've all done things that we're ashamed of or that we regret But I sometimes think that we should just give each other a bit of a break instead of always jumping to negative conclusions. And we should perhaps remember that we're all just muddling our way through life. And apart from a few true crazy psychopaths and really bad people, if we could just remember that we really are all so similar, we all make mistakes, we all get things wrong but most of us have good intent. And also, even those people who may seem to be quote-unquote bad for whatever reason, we would do well to remember what kind of life they might have come from and whether had we walked life in their shoes, perhaps we would have done the exact same things. And this reminds me of when I worked very briefly, thank God, as a detective. And I think this is a really good example of what I'm trying to say here. So, In my stint as a detective, it was so eye-opening for many, many reasons. But one thing that was always apparent was that my team and the people that knew me there thought I was slightly bonkers. But here's why. So for example, I did a lot of suspect interviews. That was one of my main jobs there. And maybe it's because I'm naturally very empathetic. I don't know why, but I am. But I would always come from a place of like, this is another human being. And I would go down to the cells to literally get someone out of their cell to interview. And I would always shake their hand, say hello, and basically, you know, be decent and polite and nice to them. And I noticed how so many other people there would be automatically rude and dismissive and, you know, treat these guys as if they were basically pieces of shit. Um, I mean, don't even get me started on the way I saw police officers treating people. I just, I can't even go there. But the reason I say that my colleagues thought I was a bit crazy is because I would come back up to the office after an interview and whereas so many other people would kind of come bounding in and be like, yeah, we got, you know, we got a charge. Yeah, we're going to bang him up. I would be like, oh my gosh, I just feel so sorry for these people because they've come from shitty lives. And and people would look at me like I was literally insane. But anyway, my point is that when I was faced with um, a suspect who had been accused of this or that, and I'm not talking here about like a stranger one rapist or a cold-blooded murderer, but when I was faced with these mainly guys, I would always think to myself these poor people. They have been born into a fucking shit life. 
often an abusive family, you know, a horrible home life. They have not had a good life so far. And now here they are in custody because they've done whatever it is. But I couldn't help but think that these guys were literally the same as you or I, in as much as they were humans who just wanted to be happy and to feel good. And for whatever reason, life had just taken them down this path and they didn't know how to get off of it. But underneath all the so-called differences between me, you know, this white middle-class woman, educated, good background, nice upbringing, blah, blah, blah. And the guy who was sat in front of me, who to all intents and purposes, he and I couldn't have been more different. But so often I would just be thinking, this poor bloke. And I mentioned this on the episode called The One Where I Talk About Being a Detective. But more than once I was asked by a suspect why are you being so nice to me? And I would say, because you're a freaking human being. And what I used to do was, as soon as the solicitor had left the interview room and I was about to take the guy back to the cell, I would sit there and have a chat with them and I'd be like, dude, please don't do this with your life. You don't have to go down this road. You can turn it around. And you know what the really interesting thing was? That Whilst on the one hand, they would look at me like I'd completely lost the plot. On the other hand, I could see in their eyes that I'd kind of reached their soul. And that's the thing. Underneath all of our differences, we are all just souls having a human experience. And you can call me woo-woo, but we've all felt that knowing, that intuitive knowing that there's more going on in this life. We've all had a gut feeling about something. We've all had a sense about something, whatever it is. We've all experienced that feeling that there is something higher at work than just what we can, you know, see and hear and touch and taste and smell. And so when I would speak to these guys, I would think to myself, chances are that they're going to go straight back to their shitty lives and commit another crime before the end of the week. But I knew that I'd seen something in their eyes that was beyond whatever was happening in their sort of surface 3D lives. I have no idea whether that has made it, that made any sense whatsoever. But back to the point of this whole episode... We are all the freaking same. And whilst, of course, we're also all unique and very, very different, there are more things that make us the same than there are things that make us different. And perhaps it's time to start being a little bit more forgiving of each other, a little less afraid of each other, and a little more mindful of what makes us similar than what makes us different. So yes, going to live gigs reminds us that we are all one because it unites us in a way that few other things do and when Billy Joel sang Piano Man and Bruce sang Dancing in the Dark or Glory Days or whatever among many other incredible songs every single person in that crowd felt connected to one another when 65,000 thousand people are all tuned in to the same amazing song you know deeply moved in the way that only music can move us all of the separation evaporates and what we're left with is connection so in conclusion to this slightly out there mini-sode 
I reckon we could all use a higher level of consciousness when it comes to how we see each other. Because the world is going to carry on being screwed until we all reach that higher state of consciousness and until we all realize that we are all the same and that we are all one. And we need to start essentially working together to save the freaking world. Oh my God, Lucy, shut up right now. Thank you for listening if you've got to the end. I do hope you got something out of this total randomness. Have a fabulous weekend and remember that you are awesome. And I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Okay, bye.